Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with women. Stories just hold essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose.
that mom and dad break up, they move on, you have your own relationship with dad, and things happen, you go apart. And so that's what happened with me and my dad somewhere around college time that happened. And I was talking to this young girl who was having this emotional breakdown because her dad wasn't in her life. And I said to her that, you know, you are a special young girl. Um, you're doing some amazing things. And if your dad is not a part of your life, that is his loss. And in the midst of me trying to empower her, something spoke to my own spirit that, girl, you need to call your own dad. And so I did reach out, and we have been rekindling ever since. And I just want to say that, you know, as an adult woman with kids, and I'm actually a nana now, I believe that we all still need our dad. I still need my dad. Because having a dad, having a man who gives unconditional love, that got your back and can continue to just be there for you is an amazing thing. So fathers, do not believe that your kids get too old that they do not need you. I do not believe that is true. So with that being said, I've said a mouthful. I got a loud bread this time to come on. So thank y'all for the love. All right, they're showing love and Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Happy Father's Day. And it gives me a great honor to introduce my man on the air. I only can, I only can have him on the air. But he is here with me uh, always, Saturday after Saturday. Good morning, D. How are you? What up, what up, what up? Good morning, good morning, everybody. Um. I mean, I had, you know, let me tell y'all something about Brandon while he adjusted mic. So Brandon um, recently got married. He did a destination wedding in Mexico, and it, it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. And just last week, I, I saw Brandon um, with his new wife on Essence. So Brandon um, was on Essence. So we want to say um, congratulations for him for being on, you know, and part of that Essence family. My co-host is, you know, he, he's a star. He's always been a star to me, y'all, but he was on Essence. So so shout out to you uh, doing your thing. You in love, looking beautiful. And uh, Brandon, that was a beautiful picture. So uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? I mean, that, it was it was crazy. So it was very unexpected. And um, I didn't know I didn't know what to think. So it, everybody asked, "How did that happen?" So very simply put, um, we was on Instagram, and two wedding magazines just picked it up. And then those two wedding magazines picked it up, reposted it. Um, one chick, she said something slick. So you know, uh, you know, no shade to her, but she just slit her wrist twice. Um, but the, and then Essence picked it up. So, you know, when Essence picked it up, that's like, you know, it's, it's a whole, you're in, you in a whole different ball game. So we was wowing a couple of nights ago. It was just wowing. Like, we didn't get to sleep until, like, about 4 in the morning because we were just so excited. Everybody was calling us, people that, you know, I don't know how this dude got my number, but there's somebody that I don't even know was like, hey, brother, congratulations. I see you made Essence, you know, um, Essence uh, online and everything. And I was just like, I'm sorry, who are you? He was like, oh, I, I don't know you and you don't know me, but. And just called me to shout me out. And I was like, you know what? That's a little creepy. And this is one of the reasons why I never wanted to be a star. You know what I'm saying? Because of stuff like that. But it was definitely a humbling experience, and it was beautiful. I'm glad that everybody showed all of the love that they did. And I'm, I'm very, very grateful, you know, for the experience. It was really dope. Really dope. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Well, 
awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> y'all check it out. And, and on the page today, we'll have um, pictures of Brandon. But y'all show some love to him and his new wife, Love, by sending some um, comments. And you'll see that coming up shortly. So thank you. Thank you. All right, what's what you in the mood for today? What are you in the mood to talk about today? You know, it's funny, like, since you were speaking about, you know, the whole, you know, your your pops and not speaking, and, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people have the same experience. Let's, let's switch it up a little bit. What happens What happens is if, if your father is, like, extra loving? Like, you know, should should a man show his child that kind of affection? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would like to know. I would like to know. Well, I know I have my opinion, but think about a, a man showing his son like tender love, you know. And and I don't and I don't mean in a sexual way, obviously. But you know, what do you feel about a man kissing his son? And you know, what do you feel about a man, you know, hugging his son and teaching his son, you know, the 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 delicate side of 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 life and love and you know all of those beautiful things that we we, we neglect in our children more often than not. I I have my feelings, but I don't want to I don't want to judge, you know, I don't want to sway your, your 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 opinion on that, you know? So what do you think about that? Well, let me say this first. This is a disclaimer for all of y'all. My opinion can never be swayed. Um, I don't care how many people speak before me, you know, um, my opinion cannot be swayed. My outlook and my perception may change, and my opinion cannot be swayed just by someone speaking ahead of me. So I just want to put that out there. I'm, I'm often, uh, I participate in a lot of debates and things like that. But we know that uh, I can hold it. I can hold my own. It don't matter. If any, I'm the only person with my own opinion. I'm good. I'm good. But it, uh, back to that. So, Brenda, I think that. Um, well, let's let's go back a little bit. Let's go back in history and 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 recognize a couple of things that are factual. Back in the day, I think we all can recall, you know, granddaddy, uncle this, uncle that, uncle Bob, uncle Billy saying, you know, stop treating that boy like that. You know, um, you know, he um he's a boy, he's a man, you know, um, stop crying, you know, um, be strong. And I and I think one of the things that is kind of the footprint of the of the men in our community is that Crying was a sign of weakness, you know, and, and I guess looking back on slavery and, and looking at what they had to endure, it was important that you stand up to the oppressor, you stand up to the white man, you know, you stand up to all the issues. And so it was, it was, um, it, you, you, you were proud to see your man stand up to things, you know. Um, and, and, and a lot of times that standing up was being silent, just standing up and be there. Don't, you know, just that physical presence and not say nothing, but don't fall down, don't back down. So I think that is something that we all can agree that we saw. Um, being, um, seeing that now as a woman and going into a relationship with a man who's been raised like that, it's hard for him. It's hard to love that man like that when he's so hard and so stern and he don't show emotion back to you, you know. And then sometimes you find that when things happen, men are emotionally immature. It's like, really? You going to act like that over this? But it, I think it, it shows that their lack of experience in demonstrating or articulating how they feel, it shows up in a relationship. And you feel like you were a child emotionally. 
Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I got you on that, and that's that's okay. That's fair. I can say that. Fair. I, I, and yeah, it's fair. So, I, I I just don't believe that the disconnect comes from, you know, not not being um, not having an emotional coach. Let's put it that way, or an emotional mentor. That's what I, I don't think that. I don't think that it comes from that. I honestly think that it comes from individuals that they have to front. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you don't have to front, when you don't have to be in a, in a space where you're scared to show your emotions, that's completely different, you know. Um, and yes, that I can see how that would lead to emotional immaturity. I could I totally get that. I can see how that would lead to emotional immaturity. I just think that at the same time. I'm 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 not expecting the man to go ahead and go cry about everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, this butterfly died, and just start boohooing. I mean, that's just. I mean, you know, it, that's that's not cool. Like I I just I don't see that. Like I I don't look at tears as weakness all the time. I mean, I've been hurt before. I, I've cried. You know, um, I you know I don't believe in that whole men don't cry thing. You know, but at the same time, I'm not crying and bawling and busting out in tears every time. You know, something happens in the world. Like, you know, there's there's a difference, you know, and and I think that parents can sometimes neuter their children when they treat them like that and when they make that okay. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, there, there's a balance here. You know, men are supposed to be strong. Yes, absolutely. Men are supposed to be um, emotionally stable when their counterparts aren't. That That's also true. Um but men are also supposed to be vulnerable at the right time, at the right time. You know, you don't go crying about, you know, the the, the, the little boy that, that scraped his knee and all that because that's not necessary. You don't go crying about the puppies on TV because it's not necessary. We don't need that. You know, we need you to be strong. We need you to be a man still at the end of the day, you know. So when, so when, do, when do men cry? You said at the right time. So when do men cry, and who should they cry to? That's my question to you. Not got a lot of respect for Gwen. Um, he, he adds a lot of value to the show. Um, he and I, we, we are. I love that we can be on different ends of, of the track on conversation and issues. Uh, want the same outcomes, but have different approaches. And I think it's contributed to us with one being a male, one being female. Um, our age difference and all that, but although we look the same, but I look like I'm branded age. I know y'all would agree with that, but there there is an age there, and I appreciate his perspective as a young black man. So with that being said, now that I gave you all those kudos before we go at it on the air, tell me what do you as a man? And y'all comment on Facebook Live because I want to see what y'all think. As a man, who do you cry to, and when is it the right time to cry? I, I that depends know. on the, that, so that depends on the situation. You know, that depends on the situation. So let's take this for example. God forbid, you know, um you're 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 in a relationship, in a marriage, whatever the case may be, your your mother dies. God forbid. Right? There you have to if you don't I mean like there's repercussions for not letting that type of emotion out. You know what I'm saying? You can become very, very angry and, and then you get that whole angry man syndrome. So you can become very angry, all of that pent-up rage because of, you know, your emotions. And um, so you would cry to or with other men, 
or your your closest female that you that you you know uh, 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 feel vulnerable enough to be with. You know what I'm saying? Um, the flip side to that is that a woman has to be emotionally secure and emotionally stable for that as well. So you can't sit there and be crying about your mom's bawling about you know all of the things that are going on, and she sit there and tell you toughen up. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, that that's not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? And one person that I know, he gave a speech about that. Men, you're right, are taught, you know, men don't cry, don't cry, don't do this, don't do that. And if you're vulnerable to that, they've given you their heart. You know, a a female has to protect that. She has to honor and guard that, just like a man would honor and guard her body. She has to protect his heart. That's a completely different topic, though, and we can get into that another time. But um, you could cry in front of other men, cry in front of your spouse or your girlfriend, you know, somebody who you trust your auntie, your sister, you can cry in front of people. Um, and the time is when you experience some type of emotional event, like an emotional catastrophe, a, a family member dying, that's it. When, when my cousin, she and I had a business together, she passed away tragically in a car accident, I was distraught. I didn't know what to do because I was just talking to her. Everything was all good. Saw her that day, and everything was all good. We went over the books. We were talking about, you know, having the next meeting, and the, I, I could not keep the business going because I could not walk into our office. I was a mess. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I couldn't even think about her without getting choked up at one point. And I, I couldn't witness a car accident on TV. I was a mess. My girlfriend at the time, like, she was just, like, trying to help me get better as, as best as she could. But she saw me crying all the time. I would wake up in the middle of the night crying, and, you know, oh, it was wild. So... That's okay. You know, you got to let those emotions out. It's not okay to cry if you stump your toe, you know. It, it's not okay to cry if, if a butterfly dies. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just talking about, I know it may seem like I'm being a little ridiculous, but I, I know men that cry over just about everything, and I don't think that's cool. I think that's a bad example, and I think it's weak. Well... Ladies, did, did you get that? One of the things he did say was that if the man decides to share his emotion with you and he comes to you and he cries, that you should be open, acceptable, and embrace him and show him some support. Do not, yeah, you know. Do, um, do not betray that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do not criticize him. But, Brandon, what if he does it all the time? Like, uh, here you go again. He, he lost his, he lost his job. Um, the relationship ain't working out. I think I might need to leave. Is that a good reason to cry? Is she about to leave? Now, I'm telling you, if I'm about to leave, then he's be crying because that's a good thing. But is that generally something that you do? Um, if I'm about to walk out, he's going to fall apart. He's going to be a mess. Yeah. So a good thing right here. I think that's, I, I, I think that's, depending on how, like, so if you just met the chick and she about to leave or whatever because y'all can't get on the same page, then, I don't know that he should be crying unless he's actually, you know, out, you know, to 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 make that, you know, like like I I don't think it would be I don't think it would be real, like you know, what I, mean? like, I was trying to say this as politically correct as possible, but I, I don't think I can I, unless he's trying to hit it one last time, like unless he's trying to hit it one last time, and and he he just needs that, then I I don't I don't think that I don't think that that's what the case is, like I, I just. Honestly, I don't think that like he he would cry for real. But if he if you need to do that to accomplish your goal, homie, cry. Like do that. 
You know what I'm saying? Because if Shorty, if you feel like Shorty is that dope, like, and you being, you exposing that kind of image would, would, would let her stay, right. then that's, that's the time to do it. Like, <laughs> right. It, it's, all right. That's so we got, some, we got some other issues. We got some other issues. But, but, but you know what? Um, with that being said, Avery, we, um, I'm going to tell you, I had a conversation. Yeah. We were preparing for this, this topic and I was doing research. I had a conversation with this amazing artist out of the Atlanta area, right? He, um, he has some comments to say. And, and, and I really respect his opinion because he's a, he's a young guy, young artist, DJ Monte out of Atlanta. He was on the air with me earlier um, this week. He's traveling now and couldn't be here live. But um, his message was so deep that I thought I needed to share it on the air. So y'all get ready to listen to DJ Monte and what he has to say about Shorty's motion to your son. Y'all ready? Yeah, yeah one time it. it's your boy DJ Monte, man, represent on count Southern Style DJs. And right now, I love listening to Coffee Talk with Soy. I love listening to it. Soy, what's happening? Oh, okay. I like that, DJ. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling it. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, good. I want to thank you for joining me on the air this morning. And our topic, uh, Monte, is... Um, in, in lieu of Father's Day, you know, we're we trying to show some love to the pops out there because, you know, dads should be out there doing their thing. And I believe that dads don't get enough credit for what they do. So today it's all about celebrating fathers, and we're going to do that by talking about that father-son relationship, that father-son relationship. And you're a dad yourself, right, Monte? Of course, a father of four. All right, father of four. How, how old are those yeah. beautiful kids of yours? My, my, I have three sons and one girl, and my oldest is 12, 10, um, 9, and 5. Now, you said you have three boys and one girl. Do you treat them just? <clears throat> nah, not really. Even though some people say I should, but not really, because I can't really just be super light on them, because, you know, it's a tough world out here. I give them a little balance, though. How are you with discipline? I'm real strict. I let them be them. I let them do what they want, but they should know right or wrong. And once they cross their wrong path, then I have to straighten them out. For crossing it, you know, they don't cross it too often. They don't want to see the the other side of dad, but, you know. (laughs) You pull the whip out on them, huh? You pull the whip out on them. Yeah, but, you know, other than that, they're pretty good. They do good in school. They have straight A's. For the most part, A's and B's, they honor roll students. And so I'm not too strict on them. They do what they're supposed to do. Now, were you raised in a strict home, or did you come from a strict environment yourself? Uh, yeah, I did. I was very afraid of my mom. I was in the house with my mom and my sister, Jasmine, and uh, my mom didn't play it. Oh, okay. Very strict. Now, and how do you think that factored into who you are today? Uh, well, today I, I know right from wrong. I haven't been locked up for no reasons. You know, I'm just I live my life doing the right things because I'm afraid of being uh, doing wrong because of you know how strict my mom was back then. So I just don't want to get in no trouble. I just rather just. Be me and made me a strong person like I am today. Seeing my mom raise me and my sister, and 
you know, that's how I am on my kids. I'm strict. I'll be on them just like how, how my mom was on me. So I think it turned out pretty well, good. Well, kudos to you for being a, a, a good son, a one that a mom can be proud of. Now, what was your relationship you. like with your dad? Oh, uh, well, my dad was, um, yeah, passed when I was five. I can't remember that far back, but uh, when I talk to different people, they say that, you know, we were real close. Now, my stepdad, which was uh, my sister's father, um, he had passed away when I was like nine or ten, maybe. And so I, we went fishing. We did a lot of fishing and baseball and stuff like that. So, you know, it was, we had fun together. Monte, it sounds like you had some special people in your life growing up. Now, losing your dad and your stepdad so early in life, how does that factor into you showing affection to your own kids? I try to show some. I show some to my kids. Even the boys? I, even the boys. I hug them, kiss them. I tell them I love them all the time because, you know, people need, everybody needs love, and I'm not afraid to tell them that. Uh, hopefully one day when they grow up and have kids, they're able to do that for themselves. And that's what I feel like the lack, you know, this world is lacking, some love and, you know, being able to just show emotions to kids or, you know, to their kids because, you know, we, we all need it. I agree. We all need it. Yes, we do. Lord knows I need it. But we're talking about the boys this morning. We're talking about the boys. Monte, being a producer and in your line of work, how often do you come across young guys that have come from a challenging home, broken homes, where there has been no one to tell them that they love them? Can you identify those individuals that do not have people surrounding them, loving them, hugging on them? Are you able to identify those individuals? Uh, yeah, I can see, I can tell kind of sort of difference, but I don't, I'm not the one to judge, so I can't sit here and say, oh, yeah, you're a bad person, you must not have a father or nothing like that. I'm not that type of person, mm-hmm. but I know if I see certain people, I know it's lacking something in the household. Like, now, some of these generations of kids, they lacking a lot of stuff in their household, so, you know, I can tell a lot of that when I be around people, but I pretty much stick to myself. I try not to be around that kind of energy or that kind of people. If we have some fathers out there who are disconnected from their kids, um, whether they're 9, 10, you know, as as your range of boys, or 16, 18, 22, maybe the ones you come into early in the music business, what could you say to them to help them build a bond with their son? I just try to be there for them, no matter what it is or what's going on in their life. Just try to be there to either discipline them or just, you know, just to be a friend or whatever, you know. But I think children always need their mother and their father, especially because the father more than strict and trying to keep them straight in line, trying to make sure they grow up to be successful. You know, sometimes it might not always be, uh, 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 successful to raise them like that, but you do as you can as a father to try to make sure they stay on the right path with, the, with what I do with my kids, make sure they don't be on no drugs. 
they be out here doing you no know, sexual activities because there's a lot of stuff going on. And I just say be there for them. You know, be around the children's life and just don't allow them to be roaming out here free, which that's what a lot of kids are doing right now. And this generation, they out here just being free. They joining games because they don't have nobody to look up to. Nobody to tell them, nah, don't do this. They don't have no love. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for love. So they end up joining stuff like that. So I just say just be there, man, for your kids. Try to be their best friend, they they father figure, they mentor, they everything. Well, I thank you for hanging out with me in the cafe. I'm going to continue sipping on my favorite morning beverage, and um, we'll be right back. <laughs> thank you. See, that was that was kind of touching, and that was relative when you look at you know all the, all the kids out here with their sense of chilling, especially these these young boys. So, um, with, with that being said, um, everybody need love, Brandon. Everybody need love. I, I totally agree with that. Everybody does need love. Everybody is worth love. You know what I'm saying? I, I totally agree with that. It's not kissing. Right mouth. That's Brandon things, but nah. Ain't no kissing. You can show him a love, a hug, but all that excessive kissing, he says no to that. I so I say no kissing on the mouth. So not 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 father to father. I mean, excuse me, not father to son. So my mom, my grandma, the women in my family, my sisters, I kiss them in the lips. You know what I'm saying? Um, my brothers, I kiss them on the cheek, and we're grown. So. My cousins, you know, uh, uncles, I kiss them on the cheek. You know, we're grown. And it's not, you know, an intimate, you know, no, it's none of that. It's just that it's, 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 it's the grown thing to do. As as a little boy, you know, like let's just say I, I think after that whole one-year-old thing, that needs to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like you should not be kissing your, your one-year-old child on the lips, you know, after after one. That's just that needs to not be there, you know? I